Love. Respect. Communication. Loyalty. Keep that talking straight. Loyalty all the way. And trust. Progression. Music. We on the journey. Buckle up. We on the right. We here to give you that connection with the joy and I speak for his. I ain't pressed. I, I know they got it, bro. I'm here for sis. We ain't stressed. The view is always yeah. funny. Yeah. The his and hers view. view. His and hers view. Boy. Yo, what's good, man? It's your boy Big Stove back in the building. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Mooney Home Stover in the building too. Yeah, man, it's been a long time since we did a show, man. A lot of stuff has happened. This whole many stuff happened. It's a lot of good, a lot of bad, and a lot of everything else in between. Man, it was some ugly things. It was some pretty things. It was some what though? But was that thing? <laughs> It is a lot of stuff. Man. It was a lot of stuff. Like it, it's unbelievable what we've accomplished within the last six months and what has transpired within those accomplishments. So this episode is just to give everybody an update, explain why we've been MIA from the podcast. And you know, I just wish you would have stuck with my initial agreement for once a month. But you know... Your boy Big Stove over here wanted to do it every week. And now it's finally hitting him that, yeah, we should have stick to that once a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go ahead, talk your crap. I don't care. So let me tell you about my experience at the beginning of the year. So you know we were doing a lot of wedding planning and things like that. Making sure everything's paid off, making sure everything's aligned, and then boom. I get into a car accident, which was no fault to mine, but it was also a total loss, which left me with a fractured wrist and a fractured big toe. So in the midst of doing all these good things, that transpired. And it was just, it was a lot. (laughs) It was a lot. So, I'm good now. I'm healed. I'm good. It was just, we were going strong at the gym, hitting the gym, making sure I was going to be right for the wedding. Then, boom, I can't even go to the gym no more. I was out of commission literally weeks before the wedding. Man, look, it was a time. (laughs) When I got that call, I'm coming down Biscayne. I got the call. She's like, babe, I just got in an accident. Bruh, I turned into <laughs> Fast and Furious out of nowhere. All of a sudden, I knew my way around Miami. I was hitting side streets, coming up different alleyways I didn't even know was there. I got there as quick as I can. Now, mind you, if y'all from Miami and you know about Biscayne, especially during the middle of the day, it is packed. And I was way over there on 125th, and she was all the way on Northwest 22nd. So you already know it's going to be a motherfucker for me to get all the way over there. But I got there, though. I got there, bro. I pull up. I hop out the car. You know I'm 6'7", so when I hop out the car, everybody like, who the fuck is big-ass nigga? 
And even the cop looking at me crazy, like, because I'm walking straight to him, like, fuck going on, bro? You know, so I walk up to the car, and everybody looking at me, and I'm looking at everybody else, and I'm just like, man, look, I'm ready for a nigga to pop off, man. Let a little young nigga come out that car. But it turned out to be some old lady that just wasn't paying attention. Wasn't paying attention at all. But uh, I was ready, and we had witnesses. Everybody was like, yeah, it wasn't her fault. We saw it. We did she did this and she did that. And I was like, all right, all right that better be your goddamn story because I'm ready for you to pop off and twist some shit up. So basically what the insurance adjuster told me was that I was in the tunnel of death. That's what he called it. So basically picture this. We're at a stop, stop light and the cars on the left-hand side is at a complete stop. Now, this is on 22nd Avenue. For the Miamians that know 22nd Avenue during rush hour, you know it's jam-packed. I was in the turning lane about to make a right on 22nd. And instead of the lady crossing the traffic to see if any car was coming, she just went like she had the right-of-way. And at the same time, I was coming to her, and that's what made the crash. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was some crazy, and I know wifey got a little PTSD from it. You know, I I kind of do. It's it's tough. It was a lot going on, man, a lot, and that really put a wrench in a lot of stuff that we had planned. You know, I know one thing that hurt her the most. Well, not so much hurt her the most, but she was really pissed about it. My lady love wearing heels, y'all. <laughs> and this accident caused her to not be able to wear heels no more, at least for the time being. So I couldn't even wear the heels that I bought for my wedding, which were expensive. Yeah, yeah, I, and I understand how that felt because she was trying to slay, you know what I'm saying? But even though <laughs> she didn't come out with the heels, boy, you should have seen when she came out, bro. I was like... <laughs> Ooh, Lord, <laughs> forever, my lady. <laughs> Shit, bro, I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was great, man. Um, yes, it was. But before we get to the, the actual wedding, let's tell them about all the good things after that that transpired with your music, your performances, everything that you were doing. Uh, it was a lot. I started. I got Miami clout now, man. I got the well, South Florida Miami clout. When I go into certain places, people be like, yo, Stove, what up? And I'm like, oh, shit, nigga know my name. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, like when I perform, I performed at Mogul Mondays at 954 Lounge in Miramar. Hey, that's the spot every Monday. But, you know, they put me on. They let me come in there and perform. Shout out to Tone C. Yeah, shout out to Tone C, DJ Gio, DJ Flip, my guy. You know, shout out to him, man, because the, the stuff that they doing on Mondays really opened a lot of doors for me. You know, I started performing in, like, late February, and I was going back every week, every week, every week, doing the same thing, but I gave the same energy, the same personality, and that in turn to... Performances at other random uh, open mic spots. People asking me to come perform at this point. You know, like requesting me to be there. Or, yo, can you just be in attendance? Because you being there can bring other people to come in. And I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't even think I was important. That's <laughs> that's insane. You know, it went for me doing that one show every week to doing like two to three. To, 
even four shows in a week sometimes, you know, doing big festivals and everything. And it all happened for Mogul Mondays, but I've been working, you know. I even, uh, I signed a little distribution deal with Boosie's new label, Music Connection, and got a little contest that I won at Shots Bar Miami. It was sick. A four-week competition. Every week they pick a winner. And at the last fifth show, we do a battle for the hat. And your boy came out on top. Got a $2,000 reward. Songs produced in the studio. And the crazier part about it is, not only did I get the song produced, they asked your boy to join the writing camp. So now I'm a part of the writing camp for Forbes Studios and Red Book Media Group. And it's crazy. They got me in the studio like every week working on new projects. It's insane, but it all happened from Mogul Mondays. Because I'll tell you this. Tone C is one of the marketing people for that contest. So everything tied into Mogul Mondays. So make sure y'all join on to Mogul Mondays every Monday. 954 Lounge Miramar. Get your shot, man. Everybody shows love. Come and perform. Even if you never performed a day in your life. You come out of Mogul Mondays and show out, man. And it'd be crazy. Because uh, it goes insane. Then you got to link up with my girl Jan Ice. Every Tuesday. She does a little. Every other Tuesday now. She does an event at the Polo Club in Hollandale. Man, it's 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 so many plugs that I could give y'all right now. Y'all just got to stay tuned because it's a lot of stuff about to happen in this music industry right now. I even got a couple new singles coming out soon. I ain't going to let them out yet because y'all ain't ready for it. But <laughs> it's some crazy things that happen. A lot of good things have happened. A lot of good things have transpired. Babe, do you want to go into the good, keep going good, or do you want to go into the other stuff? We can go into the other stuff. You ready to go into the other uh, stuff? Whatever. You I know. It. You want me to do it? You do it. Okay. So, with all the ups and downs with the wedding, planning the wedding, the accident that transpired, us pushing through that, all the good things that's been happening for him when it comes to the mood, the movies, that's coming up. But the music and the performances... About two weeks before our wedding, two, three weeks before our wedding, even he even got the call when he was outperforming. His dad was rushed to the hospital in Cleveland, Ohio. And, you know, a couple of months before that, we knew it was going downhill, but we had no idea it would be downhill to the point where of no return. So, yeah, his father passed away. My father-in-law passed away. So, it was a lot to deal with, especially, you know, grieving a loss of a family member. And then a couple of weeks later, it was like we were celebrating. So, it it was a whole lot, you know. And um, I don't know how we do it, but we do it. We, it's been so much thrown at us Man. within the short period of time of 2022. But you know what they say, 
once you hit rock bottom, there's no way to go but up. And I feel like that God is really testing us right now and testing, you know, our strength of what's to come and what he plans to do in our lives. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy, man, because, you know, granted, he's my stepfather, but he's the only father I really ever known. You know, my biological ain't want nothing to do with me. So he stepped in and, you know, became that father when I was 14 on in. And it hit hard, man, because he's, like I said, the only father figure I've ever really looked up to. And when he passed, I was actually planning to come see him the following week. Yeah, he had to take Flights was bought and everything, ready to go. So when I got the call that he was rushed to the hospital, you know, I'm already in my feelings. And then the next morning, he passes away before i get there so it was a serious thing man because you know now everyone looking at me like i'm the man of the family i got all these expectations now i got all these other things i gotta do you know i might even be having my nephew might be taking over those parental roles and be his father soon so on top of all of that and then the wedding coming around and Everybody, you know, got financial issues. It's just life hit me hard out of nowhere. And I wasn't ready for it. But, you know, I, I found a way to keep a smile on my face, keep that positive energy, and made it through, you know. And there was some good stuff out of it, you know. My, uh, my wife got to see her first snowstorm. Yeah, (laughs) it was nice. It was nice. Like, you got to think, man, (laughs) Cleveland is bipolar. (laughs) We were there for two weeks, two weeks, and she's seen (laughs) every season. I did. In two weeks, it (laughs) rained, it snowed, it was cold, it was windy, it was fall, it was summer, all in two (laughs) weeks, bro. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, I know my father would want me to carry on and keep things popping. So I didn't let his passing throw a wrench in the whole project. I kept everything on schedule. So now, like I, like we said, the, the week, two weeks later, it was the wedding, you know. So at the wedding, it was beautiful, man. Like, all the stuff we put into it, (laughs) all the stuff we put into it. (laughs) Yes. I honestly will say all the stuff she put into it, (laughs) because at one point, I was like, man, fuck that shit, you do it. I I, I got Well, let's start from the beginning, shall we? Oh, goodness. Okay. So, I'm not going to tell them what you think I'm going to tell them. I'm going to keep that between us. Mm. But what I wanted to say was that... It was a lot of stuff. Like me, I like to follow through with things. If I want to do something, I want to do it the way I want to do it. And, of course, with the input of my husband and what he wanted to do. Because, first off, he wanted the wedding to be red. Blood red. I said, no, we got to come to a compromise. I'm a neutral color girl. I love neutral colors. I wanted all colors to be shades of brown. But he was like, let's throw in the red. And I was like, that's not going to work. So let's find something in between. And that's when we chose the burgundy and the wine color. So it was a lot of back and forth. There was things that I added that he 
didn't want me to add, but I added it anyway because I said, whatever I put in, I'm going to put the extra money in for it. So, you know, it was just ups and downs, meaning deadlines for deposits and full payments. It's, it was a lot. When I tell y'all it was a lot, and when I tell y'all it's brides, if you choose to coordinate your own wedding, I will honestly pray for you because it's going to be a lot. Any future engagement, future rides, listen up. Okay? You don't have to have a coordinator that you have for six months. You could do it the month before or a day of coordinator. You just have to make sure that they know everything that needed to be done so you won't have to stress. Everybody kept coming to me the day before and that Friday saying, you're so calm, you're so calm, why are you so calm? I don't know. I'm just a calm person, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just calm in general, like, because if I don't be calm, there's going to be a problem. So I try to stay as calm as possible. But my coordinator, our coordinator had it down pack. Bailey, shout out to Bailey from How to Wed. So for them keep telling us that, I was like, you know what? It wasn't that bad after all. So, you know, it was beautiful. Everything turned out as planned. I didn't wear my heels or my veil, so I'm still kind of mad about that. <laughs> like, I don't know how people forgot about the veil. But it was so much things going on before we actually walked down the aisle. I was already pissed off, so I wasn't thinking about no veil. But I wish I would have thought about the veil. Yeah, the, the the day of events, man, was all over the place. Mm -hmm. Man, the photographer got there like hella late. No, he didn't. He didn't? He no. He felt like he did. But I told you he was coming to y'all after he was done with us. Oh, well, there was a lot going on. Everybody was telling me he was late, so I was like, oh. Who was man. everybody? The coordinator. Like, Where is he? He's not here yet. Where is he? He's supposed to be here at this time. I'm like, well, it's this time. But it wasn't like hella late. It was maybe like 10 minutes difference. 10, 15 minutes no. difference. I didn't really Oh, care. I get. I see what he's saying. They was late. Because Kiki was still doing my face. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. It was, everybody was... We had a plan to be on schedule. We had a dope schedule. But things happened. But we rolled with the punches and got through, you know. It was a lot of things that wifey was going through with her setup. My setup, it wasn't that bad. You know, we dudes, we don't ask for much. We, we, they gave us a Cause room. Because y'all don't got hell makeup to do. Yeah, yeah we don't. They, they gave us a room, they gave us some food, and we was good. <laughs> you know, we ain't had nothing else to say. We was chilling in the room, talking, being, being dudes, eating food, and chilling. We weren't doing nothing. <laughs> we was really just hanging out. And then, you know, she said she had all these things going on, but I mean, hey, you, you ask and you shall receive. You wanted all of it? You got it. It wasn't what I got that was giving me the issues. It was also family that was yeah, making we, a we, big headache about something. We always something. know about family when it comes to weddings. <laughs> we done heard so many stories, man. We we went to go get our damn uh, the, the tablecloths and everything a few days before the wedding, and they was telling us about this one family that came in there to get their choices together and was in there for like, Four hours to pick some linen and didn't even get to pick it because they argued the whole time. Like, it's not y'all wedding. <laughs> you are just a guest, a visitor. Sit your ass down. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with you. Nothing. You ain't even paying for it. 
Basically, we said our uh, we said I do about three two different times. Man, we said it about three times. He just kept going back reading that passage <laughs> in the book over and over, and I'm like, "Aunt, we said that already." And then he went back and said it again. And I was like, "Oh, bro!" And then he was like, "All right, introducing Mr. and Mrs. Michael Stove." We're like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. We ain't did the vows yet." <laughs> like, y'all want to do the vows? <laughs> You ain't tell me y'all wanted to do the vows. I was like, don't everybody do the vows? He's like, oh, well, all right, do your vows. I'm like, you what? So it was it was insane. And then after we did the vows, then he like, oh, hell, y'all, shit, y'all, know, y'all yeah. already married. <laughs> hey, welcome them, man. I'm just sitting there like, yo, <laughs> what just happened? That's that's what happened when you got family doing the officiation. It was hilarious, man. I was dying. But you know how most weddings, other than the whole, oh my God, it was sad, it was beautiful. Not many of them are hilarious. We got a little bit of everything at our ceremony, man. It was so fun. It made it like anticipating for the next things to come. Because after that, we just turned all the way up. We mm-hmm. just kicked it hard, like. You know, we, everybody that was at the wedding said they had a great time. Yeah, like um, after we walked out, did a little pictures, we came back. We did an intro before the intro, which was hilarious. No, what it was supposed to be was the room reveal. You know how the bride and groom is supposed to have the room reveal by themselves. Shout out to DJ Lucky C. He played um, Shining from Jay Z and B. So we walked in. We know we being recorded. You know. You know, I like to dance. He liked to dance. So we strolling and dancing. Everybody thinking the wedding started. They run out the terrace to come see what's going on. Man, and ain't nothing really going on but us up. looking at the room. We were just supposed to look at the room, but he turned up, so we turned up. <laughs> it turned to a whole party before the party. You know, and then after we did that, then everybody came in, sat down, and then we did the actual intros, man. Yeah. Which were dope as hell, man. Yes, I can't wait for the pictures and the videography. Shout out to Nateville Photography. Yeah, Nate on his, his on his grizzy, man. He was definitely doing the big, man. And shout out to Five Star ENT in the clutch. Yeah, man, that dance on the cloud. I was against it. I was you, he was it. against it because of the price point, I was but it. we got the the spin sparklers too, the dancing on the cloud, 
and the three sixty. It was dope. He set that shit out, man. When yes, we he did, did our dance up, man. The sparklers came on. I was like, Oh, I'm presidential <laughs> in this bitch. Uh-huh. And then gonna post the picture. Like the thing he was against is the picture that he wanted to post the most. Because the shit looked hard. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I had my doubts. But hey, you learn, you live, and you learn. I ain't never seen shit before until that day. So That's that why, that's why, fellas, you you listen to your lady. Hey, still have your two cents to put in. Fuck that. Of course. I never said you didn't. Oh, okay. I said listen. Don't, don't just listen. You better say what you got to say. Because I said what I had to motherfuck say. Oh, yeah, and then you did your A-Bay-Bay, which led to you having the, uh... Man, I did that joint. <laughs> I did the A-Bay-Bay slide all the way in for the intro. Then I took it too far, because Lucky C played the song during the party, so I was like, I guess I gotta do it again. Mm-hmm. But this time, I did it throughout the whole venue, all the way <laughs> around, full 360, Knowing damn well I got on loafers with no socks. Need to sit my ass down. But I didn't because I was having fun, you know. But everybody enjoyed it. All my dudes joined in. We was kicking it hard. It was a whole vibe, man. Whole vibe. Especially when he played the Cleveland music. Yeah, y'all was up there. We went in like a motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I was back in college at Kent State at the icebreaker going stupid. It was crazy, man. I loved it. Like, And Miamians got to see what the Cleveland vibes is like. They even, some of them got up with us and was trying to do what we they do. They sure was. It was cool. And then, you know, Miami came in and they juked it out and all of the twerked it out and everything. They was getting <laughs> shit. it. Yup. It was nice, though. I loved it. It was so much fun. I didn't want it to end, but then again, I did want it to end. <laughs> Same. Cause like, I'm not even going to lie. I'm like, it went by too fast. Because, yeah, we was kicking it, and I'm thinking, like, we're going to be going to at least 11, 11.30. They cut it off at 10.30, but my feet were barking. I was like... <laughs> I'll leave. That's cool. We can bounce. It ain't got to go on no more because I'm tired of shit. It's, I got things to do, mm-hmm. you know? So, And it's crazy. Like Other than cutting the cake, I didn't eat no cake. I didn't eat cake when we were there either. I, like, I seen lie. the slices on the table and I was like, I should eat it. But I'm like, I didn't drink so much. I probably should not eat it because I, I am a diabetic and I was in there drinking like a bitch <laughs> so i was like uh that might be the one to take me over so i'm not gonna eat the cake but i'm mad because i made this special cake and didn't even get to taste it you sure did you should have took it to the room i should have took it to the room man because i was salty i made a pina colada and strawberry filling cake aka the miami vice cake what that's his favorite drink y'all i didn't even get to eat it Saudi, but it's all right though. I'll make another one one day. Have to probably have to go order that or something because that was awesome. Uh, but it was a vibe. The food was good. The people were everything. Yes, everybody was vibing with each other. Everybody spoke to each other. It definitely was a vibe. No issues. No nothing to worry about. The the uh how to wed staff was incredible. excellent. 
I enjoyed myself. Thank you, know, you guys. To the they club. even turned up with Yes, us. they did. It was crazy. <laughs> I think it was a job at the beginning. And you know what's so crazy? The weather. So, you know, we, we had the terrace and we had the banquet hall for the reception. Like, the whole weekend, it wasn't raining. But for some reason, on our day, it kept sprinkling. It kept coming down, but we just rolled with the punches and figured it out. The pictures became beautiful. We ain't see all of them yet. We seen some of them, and we already know that the rest of them, because it's Nate. Nate is. I boss. know. I'm ready. But on top of that, so we finally get everything together, get back to the room, sit back. We got this dope ass honeymoon suite with the view is crazy. Then the next day, oof, man, the next day. <laughs> It was nonstop. When I tell y'all it was nonstop for about a month, go to Cleveland, come back, do the wedding, come back, do our honeymoon, come back. We were supposed to do the birthday, but we ain't doing that no more, sadly. It's okay. We're going to have something else to do for the birthday. She just don't know, and I ain't telling her. But found me. So... It's a whole lot of stuff that happened the next day. So, boom. We went on our honeymoon. My first time on a cruise. Now, the crazy thing is, man, I wasn't feeling that verse. Because <laughs> it's all on the water. You know, we Also, the when you got on the boat, you were scared? No, nah, no, nah, I wasn't scared. I was just like, damn. Because y'all talk so bad about being on cruises too long. So I'm like, man. I ain't saying nothing bad. Because y'all was like, I do three days, but I ain't doing more than that. Because it's a lot of stuff going on. It's, I can't do more than that. So I'm I thinking like, that. you did say that. Because I was saying do like a week on the cruise. And he's like, well, I ain't doing it. That's too long. So I didn't know <laughs> what to expect. We did basically a week. I know we did. But remember at first you were saying it was too long. So I was like, I You talk about seven, ten day cruises. I ain't doing that. I know that. But I was... For you to even say that, I'm like, well, what's what's so bad about it if you can go that long? So, but when we got on the water, you know, we started moving. I'm like, all right, this is cool. This ain't bad. Get on the water. See the water from the balcony. I'm like, this is dope. This ain't bad. Uh-huh. You know, then we start chilling out. The first day was cool, but we was figuring stuff out. We ain't know where nothing was. We didn't know what cost The thing what. about it is you ain't explain. So, we got to the honeymoon suite the night of our wedding. We wake up. We have to pack all of our stuff in the car, bring it back to our house to get on the cruise. So, it was nonstop. We were tired when we got on the boat. Period. We were. We were. We were big tired. I just laid there. And I'm like, this is a lot. You know, we just, we, we got a whole week of events. Let's just sit today. Yes. But, you know, we got to see some beautiful things, being out on the water, and everything, great food, great entertainment, which we really didn't get to experience. We didn't really need it. We was entertained enough. Someone joined us on a cruise mm. and decided to drop off my nephew on our honeymoon. We said we'll help you babysit. We ain't say we was gonna have him the whole damn trip, Ma. <laughs> But it's all right. He was cool. I wanted him to have fun just as much as I wanted wifey to have fun. So I just went along with it. But we did have a ball. Like, so the first place we went was Coco K. And that was insane. Y'all know I'm a fat boy. 
I'm a fat boy to the heart, and they was giving out free food. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck the water. Where the food at? Man, bruh, burgers and chicken and hot dogs and chicken and burgers and fruit and <laughs> burgers and chicken. Bruh, I was kicking it. Okay? I was in there gaining all types of power. I'm like, I don't know. Fuck, I'm eating on this trip. I'm eating on this trip. We went to this water slide. Oh, my goodness. Hey. Oh, my goodness. You should have saw her face. It like. made it so easier for me because I was a little bit afraid. You was a little at, bit afraid. He was scared. But looking at her face, it Listen, made it so easy. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like that feeling of that feeling in your gut. When you going high or when you going low at a rapid speed. I could deal with it on a plane. But on the actual roller coaster, so that's how I felt. Yo. So, you know, women, when you're in labor, you know, you do the breathing. I was doing the breathing, too, because I was trying not to feel it bruh, in my stomach when bruh, I got. Look, look, look. <laughs> hey, hey, you know how the kids be with that ugly-ass cry? She was... And then to make it even worse, oh they made her go God. down backwards so they she can't did. see where she's going. She... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The whole time, bruh. And I could see where we going, so that's why I was afraid. And it was a lot of ramps and stuff. We was going up and down, bruh. I was like, oh, we going to die today. <laughs> we about to die today. No, we did. And then we hit this little ramp when we went down. And, oh, my goodness. I came up out the raft, bruh. It was a water slide. I came up out the raft. I had to pull myself back in. Then we went up this long-ass ramp, man. It was a damn near 90-degree ramp. And that time, my back was to the back, so I couldn't see none. All I saw was her face, and I'm thinking like... My eyes was closed the whole time, because I ain't want to see shit. I'm thinking like, if we go any higher, this is only a raft. It can bend. We can fall. <laughs> Nigga, I was scared as shit, bro. <laughs> then we spent and went down into the water, and I was like, Jesus, thank you, God. <laughs> Praises to be. We made it. We didn't die. Because even though we made the weight requirement, you got to think about it. With a water slide, it's all weight pushing you. So if you're heavy, me being almost 300 pounds, you're going to go fast as shit. Lord. So I'm scared than a motherfucker because I know we're going faster <laughs> than we supposed to. I'm like, wait a minute. Where the brother, little rubber stops at, nigga? We ain't supposed to be going this fast, nigga. She was like, but we ain't gonna come off. I'm like, no, it ain't. We, we going fast, but we ain't going that fast. We was going that fast. But the shit was fun. Memorable. I loved it. We kicked it. You know, got back on the ship. And then we find out the following day, mm. we thought they didn't have no buffets. Yeah. The and he fuck? loves him some buffets. Because, oh, man, you eat as much as you want. You get so much variety. Oh, my goodness. Everything's in front of you. You don't have to eat the same thing over and over. You can switch it up. That's why I like buffets. So, basically, the second day, we went to the, the ballroom dining that they had, like the fancy dining. And then, when we get led to our seats, we encounter two white couples. It felt like a scene out of Get Out. Man, look. <laughs> I knew we was in the wrong place. <laughs> 
when I saw escargot on the menu, I'm like, oh, this is that white tablecloth shit. I don't want to eat you. But it's a good thing we went because they were the ones who told us about the buffet. So after that, we was like, okay, we see you guys tomorrow. We can go back. We stayed yeah. at that buffet like, morning, afternoon, and evening. Like, granted, the white tablecloth thing was cool. You still got all you can eat. But it was like, I got to wait for it. You yeah. still got to cook it. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's made like white people like it. So <laughs> the seasoning ain't all the greatest. Everything is pink. Ain't shit well done the right way. <laughs> like, it, it is to no. And I got this one thing. I'm. It said like beef something. I forget what it was. Wellington? No, I was like beef carpaccio or something oh, like I that. Know. I don't know. But I'm thinking like, all right, this going to look good, bro. They gave me a plate full of raw beef. Ew. Like, I'm not eating that. It stayed right on the plate. Like, ew. Fuck <laughs> on that. They going to give me a plate full of raw beef. Oh, ew. No. It got all that blood on it. I'm good. That was stupid. But the buffet was everything. It was. I ain't even going to lie. We got home. I was like, I missed the buffet already because now I got to cook for myself. Man, look. Breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner buffet, bro. Yeah, it was nice. It was great, you know. Oh, tell them about that one time. I think it was that Thursday or Wednesday. That Wednesday night where we was um trying to get away from the storms that was in the ocean. Man, look here. When I tell you the boat was swaying. Put it like this. We go to the buffet one night. The boat is swaying some vicious. I'm saying, we trying to walk in a straight line. That's your dad, bruh. I almost ran into some people. Because it was a lot of people running into people and swaying. It was nothing I could do. That boy was swaying. I but I learned a trick, y'all. I learned a trick. Do not stay at the top of the boat or the bottom of the boat. You have to get somewhere in the middle. In, in the actual middle of the boat. Do not stay all the way in the front or all the way in the back. You have to be in the middle, middle. You will feel the waves less. Because when we went downstairs, his mom room, we was feeling it. When we went upstairs to the buffet, we was feeling it. But when we got back to our room, we was feeling it, but it wasn't nauseating. Yeah, it was, it was something serious, man. It was crazy. And so after that... We finally made it to the beautiful, beautiful dock of Nassau, Bahamas. Oh, my God. It was so dope. Yeah, his first time, my second. It was dope, man. I was ready for the conch fritters, the conch salad, to see the crystal blue waters. But you know who was the height of our trip? Yes. My guy, Lionel, bruh. <laughs> So we come on, we walk off the dock, we in the little downtown city, you know, everybody, the vendors, they trying to get you to do this, get you to go there, pay for this, rent this out, and at first we was like, nope, we're just going to walk around, and this guy came up behind me, he's like, sir, uh, I just, I noticed you from over here, and I can tell that you the type of guy I need to talk to, and he started... <laughs> Give him his little spiel. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, you know what? Nah, we good. But then he was like, brother, I need you to, you should get on this thing. And it's going to be great. I tell you, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. I even give you this discount. It's going to be great. And I was like, you know what? 
We should. Let's do it. We 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 gonna see the whole island. So we like let's go see the island. So he takes us on the van and we go with like two other couples and this other chick and we go on the island and they showing us everything and we first stop. Oh my god, it was so good. First stop the first rum cake. stop. Man, look at here. Man, look those rum cakes. I got the box. I'm gonna be ordering some soon. It was so good. Oh my! It God. was delicious. I honestly for that to be the this week. Yeah, do that. Thank that you very was much. So good, man. Oh my God, it was so good. It was. Oh my God, it was. That was everything. Those rum cakes were so moist and juicy. That's yes. a cake that's juicy. What? <laughs> It was so good, man. And so we get back after we get the cakes or whatever. We get back in the little whip. We driving around. We go to like this little shopping area. So I buy a couple of things for the fam. Finally mm-hmm. got to drink from an actual <laughs> coconut since my bro Jerry been promising me one for the last two years. <laughs> I had to go all the way to the Bahamas to get a coconut. But it was good. It was nice. It was refreshing. I love coconut water. Yes. I love it. I love, love, love coconut water. Now, there was this part of the trip where I was like, we about to die. I knew we wasn't about to die. It's the Bahamas. It's not Jamaica. I just don't care. I ain't never been there. So, I'm looking like, oh, we about to die. Because, you know, it's always going to be that hood dude on the trip. I want to see what the hood look like. I'm like, for what? Why? <laughs> Why do you want to? We not from here. Why do you want to see what the? What if somebody come up and rob us, bro? We already look like we got money. And we just rubbing it in their face, walking through they hood. Like, <laughs> No, I don't want to do that, but I'm in the car. I can't tell them where to go. So I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and, you know, act like I don't see it. And we go through the slums, y'all. It humbled you real quick. I'm saying like, oh, shit. I've only seen stuff like this in TV and on pictures. On so what did you channel. see? The, the houses was crazy, beat up and abandoned looking but people actually live there there's trash everywhere i mean it honestly in some parts looked like a landfill and i just felt so bad because i'm like damn people gotta live in conditions like this so basically their water system they don't have water system in their home so they will have to walk up the street to get not even decent water out of a fountain that's coming out of the ground and also they don't have toilets so they have to use the bathroom outside in a bucket, bro. It was like a lot going on. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I I can't complain about shit. They barely Ever have street again. lights. They don't have street lights, and you're in the dark when you're in the dark. You and it's even worse because the niggas is they 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 out. You know, it's it was a really stressful looking situation, and I'm just but they was you even though it looked bad. They still found a way to smile and say hello and shit. And I'm just like. Because that's what they're used to. We're the spoiled ones. Big spoiled, man. I swear, like, after seeing that, I'm like, you know what? I ain't got shit to complain about Mm -hmm. at all. Because I'm in a situation where I'm not in that situation. And it is just a blessing of all blessings. So, you know, I really, 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 really needed to see that because I complain about a lot of shit. Yes, you do. Hey, you do too. Shut up. 
This show I'm throwing shots. Like she ain't all humble and perfect. But anyway, um, yeah, I needed to see that because it let me look at life a different way, you know. And then it was just one part. This dude, I know they was playing. I know they was playing because the dude knew him. Our driver knew him. But they was talking, and the way he. Did you have permission to come through here? And I'm just like, oh, I think they, I think shit. they do that on purpose. Sure I, I wasn't nervous at all. I knew what they was doing. I was nervous as fuck. Well. So when he said, "Hey, nigga, you got permission to come through here?" Did you ask though? And I'm just like, oh, did he ask though? Because I don't want to get fucked up. I already and then knew. we drove past. I thought somebody was gonna hop out because you see all this like slum village. And then you ride past an SUV tinted out with rims. And I'm like, oh, fuck. They about to hop out on us. But then when I pulled up closer, I could see it was destroyed because it got into a car accident or something. But still, so you see that in the middle of the slums, you already know. Hey, bruh, keep your shit close. Because <laughs> niggas might pop out on you. And I'm like, these the Bahamian niggas, I heard about them. They don't shoot. They chop niggas up. I, I don't run a That's a Jamaican niggas. No, they said they hack niggas. They hack niggas. All they got is machetes. They machete in your Well, they ass. more they more uh discreet with they stuff. Yeah, so I was like, nah, let me, uh, let's get up out of here. So I was uneasy until we drove out of the hood because I'm just like, anybody could run up on us right now. I mean, I know you know some people, but what if you got bad blood with somebody that see you with all these people? They might try you today. So I was nervous. But then we got out of the hood. We went to this little private beach. I got my cunk balls and my daiquiri. The water was clear as shit. You could see everything swimming around in it like an aquarium. And I kept telling him the waters are definitely different from Miami. I didn't think that he actually thought that I was telling the truth. It was dope, man. The the water was beautiful, man. I can't wait to go back. We might even buy a house down there because they ain't got no property tax, bitch. (laughs) Like, bruh. I was like, you know what? (laughs) We might have to buy a house here. Then I, you know, I started looking. I found this beautiful house. Might have to buy that one day because it was dope. But it was a great trip, man. Had some great food, seen some great things. Came back and chilled on the boat. Got some old buffet. <laughs> you know, it was great. Then we come home and back to reality. But, you know, coming back. Now, granted, it was fun. I loved it. And, yeah, we came home. But it was an experience. And Bay was on it. We already booked the next cruise. She already did. <laughs> Ready to go. It was beautiful, man. But, you know, got to get back to work and get it in. So now we here. You know, we got to see some great things. And preparing for the next step, which is buying a house or renting a house and starting our family together, you know? Yeah. So, that's the next goal. So, you know, this the first half of the year has been crazy. Man, insane. But we're hopeful that the the third and the second quarter of the year will be much much better than the first yeah there's some stuff about to shake man some stuff about to shake the next episode we drop on y'all about to be insane hopefully hopefully i'll have something crazy in a month but we'll see 
We'll see. If not, it'll just be an update on some other stuff. But we are getting to the end of the show. We definitely let y'all into our situations. Let you in on what we got going on. We kicked it hard. We had an enjoying event. Our wedding. Our honeymoon. Babe, what you got to say? I'm just ready to get back on the plane whenever that day come and to get our house and to start our family and to be our successful selves and everything that we want to do in life. And that's what's going to happen. So every, what, you want to do the first? Every first Sunday. Every first but Sunday. But this episode okay. will be aired the last Sunday because we just want to air it. Yeah. Shout out to everybody. Please enjoy your Memorial Weekend, your Memorial Day. Please don't go to South Beach, Miamians, because it's going to be crazy. We all know that. We won't be there. Nah, we won't be there. We're going to be chilling at the house, sipping my ties and chilling, doing our thing. But thank you for tuning in with us. Always a pleasure. Tune into us next show. It's going to be crazy. We're going to have fun like we always do. Without further ado, we out of here, boy. Signing off, the Stovers. Peace. Peace.